0: Hello friends, welcome to the show. My guest for you today is my friend, my brother, my mentor, friend tour, friend Look at that friend tour, Mike Chang. Ah. He built six pack shortcuts initially from nothing to a 13 million dollar a year business and then he left and what we're gonna talk about in today's video if you stay until the entire thing is uh, so many things like uh, the secret and art of making money how to attract success from anywhere and everywhere around you and more importantly all the things that happen you know how to detach from the outcome and engage from the process and how you not doing that is probably the reason why you're not succeeding, why you're probably failing while you're literally in this depressing little hole, not realizing how to get out. And if you watch the entire video, you are also going to know exactly why. And sometimes in some reasons, uh, your erections fade due to the fact that you think you're about to die in that. That's going to make more sense. You know, the, the, it was a great podcast. Mike is over here. The internet uh, kind of died for like an hour, but, but the podcast will still continue to go on with that being said. How you doing man? Gonna put that on my bad. I was uh, late. I almost died like five times coming here <laughs> How that happened, uh, dude, it's like so so I have this like crazy morning ritual before any one of these podcasts, right? Cuz I'm just literally like I'm like I need to be like tapped into the universe before I like have a conversation Especially like the universe himself my Chang, right? Um, and then the, that road that shortcut dude. It was like the most backed up I've ever seen. The traffic gear. Yeah. So that's why we tell everyone that we're in Chiang Mai.
1: <laughs> why Chiang Mai? Because
0: <laughs> fuck Chiang Mai. No, I'm joking.
1: <laughs> Man. So, you know, I've been, I got here like 20 minutes early. No way. Because I got been,
0: late 15 minutes. So I'm like, he's gonna be a little bit late. <laughs> I so. know
1: because I've been late the whole yeah. time. here. Like last time I don't know how late I was like okay this time around I'm going to freaking be here early yeah. so I left like 30 minutes earlier and I showed mm. up here I didn't I didn't think you're going to going to be here that early I was like okay mm. and those was, was, came out perfect, yeah. and then you end up late this
0: time, I was, dude. Uh, I was I was dude. Okay, so you're you trying to match my yeah, my I was latest. trying to match it. Yeah, but then it's so funny that always happens though when when someone compensates, the other person compensates like on the opposite. <laughs> yeah. and then she's like, well, maybe we should have just communicated, you know. <laughs>
1: we we gotta we gotta work on uh, our uh, telepathic mm. telepathic skills. You know, mm. yeah.
0: I think we might have something like that. I feel like every single one of. Our, my friend that is like mutual friends with you. They're yeah, like, dude, you're like, a like. oh, thank you Anastasia. Wow. <laughs> thank you They literally think that you know, I'm like a younger brother version of you. Yeah. Yeah
1: Mike V and Mike C
0: yeah. What'd you do in this entire time? I mean like while waiting while I was like dying on the shortcut
1: uh, <laughs> I, uh, Yeah, I, I'm on my second cup of coffee um, you know, I uh, av- after that uh, that dinner with Chris, that next day, Chris was downloading me on his diet and the whole idea about eating once a day and on all the stuff. And Then I checked out his Instagram page. And I was like, "Yeah, he's, he's Chris is freaking jacked," you yeah. know. And mm. I I love the idea of that clarity because that day, the next day, I ate my first meal at six. No way. Yeah, it mm. was that's not normal. I mean, most mm. of the time I'm good till about. Maybe about one o'clock or so after my morning practice, I'm not hungry, mm. but I'm pretty used to eating soon after. But mm. That day, I decided I was going to push till six, see how I felt. Yeah, it felt pretty good. Mm. The next day, like you know, so next day Chris asked me because I told him I was like I ate at six, and he, mm. you know, I was thinking, hey, he's going to be proud of me. So yeah. next day he's like, "How's that? How's the fasting and that three hour interruption time, like non interruption? Because ideas like right, you don't you you don't eat while you're at work, so you can stay really focused and all the stuff." I replied back with um, not good. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Vultured around the kitchen, end up eating this morning. So I redeemed myself yesterday, half, half, you know, I started, I ate my first meal at three instead of six. Mm. I'm still working with it. So today I brought it up cause today I haven't eaten anything. And so, and, uh, just, just the coffee you know, mm. just playing, you know, playing it by ear, see how it goes. Mm. Cause I really loved, I love the fact cause personally, like, I, I've been dealing with freaking emotional eating ever since I can remember. And the only way I was able to get so lean is because I structured everything. It's like, it's, it's not so much discipline. Mm. It was really more about environmental design. It's like, let me clear everything in my environment so I don't fuck up. Mm -hmm. And so this way it makes it so easy to, I don't have to use willpower. I don't have to use Mm -hmm. choices. I don't have to use much thinking. I just kind of follow this, this dotted line, follow the arrows. Mm. And so that's always been like that, you know, for the longest time in the last four years, I threw it out the out the window. I was like, ah, fuck all of it. I'm not I'm not care. I don't care about bodybuilding. I don't care about looking really jacked. Mm. I'm just going to kind of eat healthy and just be okay. Mm. And so lately I was thinking, okay, you know, I think I'm going to go ahead and get a little leaner, get back in shape. And in shape,
0: like, he, this guy's like, yeah, I'm gonna go get back in shape, I'm a fucking badass, and you see his, like, biceps just, like, bulging, he's like, this is him just withering away, but he still looks pretty good, you know?
1: Well, I was, uh, you know,
0: I-, I You literally look like the cover of, <laughs> that cover was literally not even about me, it's about you, you know? I, I don't know, man, I mean, it's- <laughs> it Kind of looks pretty. like, what do you guys think? Comment below, does this, does this, does this look like Mike Chang? It looks like you with, like, my hairdo. Yeah, I was
1: yeah. gonna say, it's got, it's got your hair. It and, has my uh,
0: legs, though. <laughs> it's like your upper body it's with my your legs. shorts you know those yeah. muay thai
1: shorts you're wearing oh
0: yeah dude i've had the same shorts Ooh, for like short, years. shorts shorts yeah. you got
1: you got good legs did you read a shorts. little bit of that
0: when i say you reading that one
1: yeah man um i i i tend to uh when i don't have a chance to finish uh, finish a book i tend to just use my intuition open up the book to just wherever it lands yeah it works why anytime anytime that i do that whatever I'm reading is always something I need to hear. Sometimes it's what I've been thinking about Mm. all the time. It's like using body intelligence. It's Mm. the same idea like tarot cards, you know, where you just, you just, you just flip it. It's like, how does it work? It's magic. No, it's not magic. Mm. There's just other, there's other things in play with what, with what's going on with their feelings or energy. Mm. And so therefore we express it in books, we express it in cards and things like that. We express it with the way like people are attracted to us. It's like, Mm. oh, why are people always, you know, I'm meeting this type of people all the time was because we're bringing it in. So with books, I like to do that. And today I open it up. And uh, what was the first thing I I was reading? Because it, it, I, I was reading, it, it got to the second chapter, the next chapter. I just kept going. Oh, man, it was, it was good, too. Damn.
0: Was it when I went to the Vegas boot camp and just went out every single day in Vegas sober?
1: Nope, it wasn't oh. <laughs> that. It was a section right before you're talking about uh, talking about you went off to college, and then you're coming back, and you're seeing how your parents were just, just uh, getting a little bit older and a little bit unhappier. Like, every three months, you're coming back, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, this is... This is something that's happening to them, and you and you're realizing like this could happen to you, and you have like this kind of wake up call, and then uh, then your dad called you up or, or called you up and asked you to pay, said that he didn't have money that one month and pay for the intuition, the intuition, the tuition for the for the school which was seventeen hundred, and you had like two thousand total in the bank, mm. and that's when I stopped right there, and uh, it was getting good. I was like oh shit, and then you showed up right now, mm. you know. But there's something else I read before that was exactly uh, it was exactly what I was feeling or what I was thinking about. Don't know what it was. It was a section right before that. Mm, like I'm one curious. What,
0: what were you feeling? Uh,
1: I don't. I don't. I don't even, I don't remember it now. It's. Um, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to dig in that book. We're right gonna now. have and to dig the book. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Just and leave it to Amazon yeah, review. Yeah, man. dude. Yeah,
0: like. Uh, what's it called? I went to a Mind Valley uh, Mastermind in yeah. uh which is beautiful because you know. Do you know Mind Valley? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're entrepreneurship, but it's like. You know tapping into the the limitlessness of the mind and some of this I'm always about that right not like the technique And that's why like I really resonate with what you say like oh when I scaled my company I just you know pushed a button and then like You know like (laughs) screw the webinar conversion screw like all this like it was literally you know you kept it simple and you just followed some type of intuition yeah, right so much visualization. It's so much and I remember I was uh, I met this guy named Leon who runs events in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, and he said that there's this concept known as um, It's called mindscaping or something yeah. like that and um, he walked us through it and apparently what it is Is he had us like Visualize the colors of the rainbow like one at a time. Um, he's like now imagine the color red Look at red. Look at red. Look at red. Now. Now hear red. What sound is red? Make and I was like, What the fuck? Uh, like, a color doesn't make a noise. Yeah. And he's like, Well, what does it smell like? Smell the red. And then he'll be like, Now taste the red. mm red. And I'm-
1: it Sounds like a Skittles commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, Skittles. It, But it was crazy. This was, I think, just the pre-frame of it. We had it. Uh, we we literally did it with each one of the colors, and I'm thinking it's really weird. I was like, okay, this is a little bit woo woo for me, and I'm I've like been to woo woo and back, right? So I know when woo woo is when I see it. Yeah, yeah. Um. But apparently, like, it makes sense because I mean, colors have a certain wavelength yeah. or vibration. So maybe if you visualize it, it's kind of like silencing the brain a little bit when you visualize those colors. Mm-hmm. And then what happened is he had us envision like these stairs and like it's arbitrary. You could have it like my stairs was just like this crazy stairway up into like the sky. And basically like the door on the top was like a spaceship. And then once we kind of like relaxed our mind, I was like visualizing myself walking up in there. The moment I opened the door, he said to visualize this like beam of white light. And as you walk through it, you're basically like cleansed of any ego or like judgment of yourself. That, that just stays on the outside. And now you're like in this room in your brain, right? Um, but like in like your imagination. And it literally remind me of like what you said, because in this room, it literally looks like this. There's an office. You go to your office, you sit down, it's facing a wall. Um, on the screen is a TV. On the left side, I think is uh, like, or in front of you is a calendar. On the right of you is a notepad. On the left side is like a watch. And then there's also a cell phone there. And this is just like one aspect of it, right? Yeah. And there's also like a walkie talkie and this is just part of it, right? And then there was more other stuff like this, but essentially the long story short was when you drop your mind down to this level by like in this case, it was doing the colors in other cases, it's like visualizing three multiple times. That's what mind value does all the time Mm -hmm. when you're in this room and you've, I don't know what is it like, Zeta, Beta, Beta, Alpha waves, whatever right, you know, right. the, the meditative ones. When you're there, right. you literally ask the room the question that you have, and you could grab the remote, turn on the TV, and then visualize the first thing that pops up. And then, if if it nothing pops up, then maybe you look at your calendar, you see if like any dates are circled, or maybe you you look at the telephone, the telephone call, the phone rings, and you answer it. And maybe it's like someone like telling you the answer to the question that it is. Uh. Or there was another one where it's like, for example, um, the notepad. It's like, okay, like open up the notepad. Do you see any old notes that you've written in the past? And it's literally like your subconscious mind, like when and I was like analyzing, I was like, okay, at first that is a little bit wonky, but when i think about it even on the analytical part Mm -hmm. it it makes sense right yeah because your subconscious mind stores every single memory every single thought every like even like when i'm driving on the road i might not even logically comprehend something but i might like just witness something in in the corner that might not even relate but it just gets downloaded in the subconscious mind yeah and when i mindscape and when i go up and run up this like stairway to the spaceship and then walk in go into the beam of light and i'm in this room I literally ask it a question and I'm like looking at the calendar if there's something there, looking at the watch, looking at the pager, seeing if I got a text and usually I might not logically understand it but my subconscious mind is trying to push the best way it can communication-wise to then the logical part of my mind and dude, it was insane, man, because it's almost like a direct bridge or communication from the conscious mind to the subconscious mind.
1: I, 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 I like that. It's... It's something that somebody can can relate to. Mm-hmm. Calendar, people use calendars, notepads to write notes, a cell phone to go and see who's calling, messages and things like that. And then the last one was uh, was a notepad, calendar, cell phone, and there was there's a
0: whiteboard, there's a TV, a remote um, with like a yeah, TV. Yeah, so you turn it on and maybe you see like a clip or something. Yeah,
1: it's like. It's like helping somebody visualize you know visualize their future so then there mm-hmm. these are like normal elements that are in somebody's life now and when they're able to see see these elements it's like it's like relating to somebody mm. you know when somebody sees a cell phone notepads and all this stuff when they see it in their in their mind in the future it's something that they can relate to now because mm. it's something that they use now mm. and then when they see like okay now imagine Imagine somebody that you want to connect with or imagine these high paying clients or imagine, you know, whatever it is calling or imagine these mm. notes that you wrote. It's like they can they can imagine it because they're familiar with it. Mm. If it was like like now imagine yourself in a in a spaceship and doing something like that, it's like, well, most people may not sit may not be imagining this every day that they're in that, but mm. they can imagine it because they're familiar with the cell phone, they're familiar mm-hmm. with these things. And then what it does is is allow somebody to be able to embody that future mm. you know, whatever, whatever it is, because the idea of like the subconscious mind is about feeling mm. it's about like the ability for us to be able to feel what it is that we're consciously wanting or desiring mm. a lot of times, there's this gap between our conscious mind, what we want, what we desire, what our goals are, and the subconscious which is actually the feeling, the body. The feeling is connected directly with the subconscious. And a lot Mm. of times there's like this disconnection. So we want something, but our beliefs, our feelings, what we're conscious of is different than what we are actually wanting. And so Mm. there's this disconnection. And so like these practices, when we're visualizing these things, we want to be able to feel exactly what it is that we're, we're, Mm. we're visualizing. So I find that, the The only obstacle to this is like if somebody's doing that practice is what happens if they can't feel it, like mm. so they can they go okay I'm they seeing it taste I'm seeing it more
0: taste green taste green they didn't <laughs> taste green enough yeah, right? yeah. yeah. you know yeah <laughs> like what
1: does it taste like but if they can't feel it then they're missing out yeah. they're missing out on the effectiveness of the practice because the mm. visualization is powerful but they have to be able to feel it mm. so what I what I find really helps is Get used to, get more used to feeling, like get more connected to the body. And when we're more connected to the body, it helps us, it helps us to be able to to connect to our conscious mind, it helps us connect to our visions more because mm. we're actually just able to feel more in general. Mm. It helps a lot with that. Um, but it's a powerful practice, man. Mm. That's cool. So this was at a Mind Valley, uh, Mind Valley event, like a, this was Mind or- Valley after hours. Half the hours. Yeah, we
0: were like, dude, come on over. It was like one a.m. be like, I have, I have this exercise. And I like uh grabbed my phone and we like recorded the audio and man, no, it it was insane because like what helped with me and I saw him do it the couple days before. Um, because he was so intuitive. Yeah. You know, there was like this exercise that we had to do where it's like you have to look at somebody and within like uh 30 seconds or something, you just have to give some type of intuition or like reading about this other person nice. and do this one guy. He literally like, he was like, he was just like happy, like go lucky guy. And then when it came to the intuition, he looked at me and he was just like.
1: <sighs> and did he did he grab his chest like yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then, and then he literally was just like, you have daddy issues. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but like the the people that he was reading and me specifically as, as well as like the woman that was in the circle and everyone else is He was spot-on man. And then I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, it's this thing called mind-skipping I was like, okay, I, I need to like know what that is but apparently when I met up with him later on he said yeah in that moment when he like dropped in he said he could do it with his eyes open. He was running up his stairs, going into his room, like asking the room the questions, like, what is it about this guy? He's like looking at his calendar. He's looking wow. at like, yeah, man, it's crazy.
1: Nice. That reminded me of um, when I experienced my, my awakening, you know, and I, and I was able to feel like tremendously. Mm. Like I became like empathic because I, I, I usually wasn't very sensitive and suddenly I was able to go into a room, look at any pictures, I was able to feel like crazy. And I remember I can just look at people, mostly the time most was like rooms and pictures, and I was able to see exactly the expression mm. that the artist was, was portraying or, or what the photography was saying. Because mm. everything has like a message. Mm. And, and like, it made me realize that our ability to feel is something that's just as powerful as our ability to think. Like Mm. if if somebody's like, I can't think of the words, I can't visualize it. You know, that's, that's like, that sucks. It doesn't allow us to to do anything. Mm. But then if we don't have the ability to feel, we are losing literally like half of our ability to function. Mm. And, and that's like a big message that I think more people need to need to like pay attention to Mm. their ability to feel. Because if not, they're, they're like, we are not going to be able to, to, to keep up with like. Technology in the future when AI and logic and information is becoming more superior And we're not going to be able to compute fast enough with computers and with robotics Mm. But the thing that they what they don't have that we have is feeling which is tied directly into intuition Mm. And so I think that's a that's something that we're moving towards, Mm. you know, and as a as a race and that's something that has really that's really changed my entire outlook and my approach on things. Before mm. I didn't think about it as feelings, it was just everything which is in my head, in my head, in my head. Mm. And over the last few years, I started developing the ability to feel a lot more and get in touch mm. more with my body. And there's something else that that, um, that I realized, like, it's really imp- it's really important. Like, you know, people talk about love. Yeah. And it's all about love, it's all about love. Just love people, love yourself, love, love, love. Everything is love, right? Everything that's not love is, is, uh, is what is it? Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's not, it's, there's a word, i will come to me. So anyways, the ability to love is something, it's not a thought that we have. Mm. It's something that we actually experience. Mm. And so when we're loving a person, when we love a thing, A lot of people will look at that person and they'll try to like feel love by looking at that person. And I realized that in in reality, though, that doesn't work. The reason why it doesn't work is our ability to actually feel love has to do with our ability to feel. And Mm -hmm. so a lot of people go, I love you and I'm going to do this, you know, like portray my love out towards you. But I realized it's not actually this. It's actually let me dive into myself. Mm. like Let me go and feel into the love into myself. And then when I feel the love in myself, then once I'm activated, I can put that love, I can feel the love towards you, Mm. towards her, towards this coffee, towards this table, towards this bug, anything. And Mm. that's actually how it goes, like this, not like that. Mm. Because I tried it, and I remember when I first learned about it, and it was like, I would try, and it's like, okay, I'm focused on it. It didn't really work really well. And I was just, and it's something that's so abstract, like you can't touch it, you don't really know and then over time, I started to, to understand more about feelings. And then I would start to direct more of the feelings towards myself, this mm. love inside. I feel the love inside of me. And then suddenly, I remember I'd walk around, and I was so happy with everybody. And I was happy. It was just like this connection, this lovingness. Like I had no awareness of people being bad or anything. It was just like this love towards everybody. Mm. I was like, whoa, this is like different. And I started to backtrack and see like, what have I been doing that has changed my outlook? Mm. to strangers to situations and i realized that's what i was actually doing i was learning how to connect mm. to feel more within myself to feel the love within myself mm. and then afterwards i was able to connect to everything else
0: yeah i think one of the things that probably has like messed me up right because i'm still like a little boy or like a little wrote this book and you can see like <laughs> what i think i need for love is literally like uh cartoon women and uh like what is this like money flying and, and <laughs> is that, that's sage that I'm smoking, right? Um, but There's there's like so much especially like I feel like people my age and even stuff that I feel like I deal with all the time is is Allowing yourself to get permission for someone to actually feel this emotion when what you said It's actually feeling it and giving it right. Yeah, um, and it's so weird, right because like for example uh, like one of the one of the things that I I Did In this book was I was like, okay, I was done Uh, Like I I had this amazing girlfriend for like three years right Um, at that moment in time Whatever I thought love was I thought that that was what that was with that relationship, right? Yeah and then the moment we like uncoupled and uh, We just dissolved our relationship. Yeah, what happened was there was just like this This big pit inside me just like emptiness and um, it didn't also help that like I just left dental school It also didn't help that like my eBay business just like my sister messed up and then my eBay business was just like gone and it was just like this Emptiness where I literally couldn't feel like not just love for anybody, but even like love for myself And that's when I went down like the pickup route and I was like, okay I'm gonna go to frickin Vegas every single day live in the Hooters Hotel (laughs) And try filling up this need with like the validation of either my peers that saw me successful um, and and confident, or uh, the people that I was speaking to sober. Uh, whenever they would smile and laugh, and be like, "Okay, wow! Like, 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 I'm, I'm, I feel good now," you know. Yeah. And it, it was like this giant chase of seeking other people's validation. Realizing, for example, if I was with someone I, I didn't even really care about the the moment i had with that person it was more so like how can i get validated by my peers and my my business partners and and my friends and it it was always chasing the ability to then give me permission to feel love for myself as opposed to like now man it's like especially even after i went to a tantra retreat and dude you go in deep dude and i didn't want to go there i did not want to go there at all but then You know, like your voice was in the back of my brain when I was on this mountain in Spain Yeah, and it was just like this is all training and I'm just like this is all training for love (laughs) and feeling So I'm literally just going up and like there'd be like like heavier elderly women coming up to me telling me their problems and at first I would like judge them and I was like, okay If I could feel love in this moment and then give it to this person then then I feel like I could do it for anyone Yeah. So then your voice was like in the back of my mind. I was like, I need to train this love muscle. I need and then literally this like person came up to me and just started like telling me all the things she was judging me for. And then I literally did the exact same thing. I I literally grabbed my heart and I was just like (laughs) And I like I embraced her and I was just like and I like breathed with her. And then dude, like it like it got to the point where like I felt the love for myself and then and then I was like, okay, how can I feel into this person's pain as if it was my own? And dude, the moment I feel like in that hug when she felt that, she just started freaking crying like everywhere. And I'm like, dude, this is such, this is such an amazing thing, that for this this feeling because like people that are listening, they're like, oh, love, like you know, like even like for example in the application for business, right? Yeah, we had uh this one guy, uh we hired him on and he lied to us, right? Um, and then. I was just like telling him exactly like, okay, when you did this, this is how I felt. Da, da, da. And then he came up in the meeting. It was freaking crazy, bro. He walks in, he knows we were mad because he like he didn't respond yeah. over text. He comes and you see the reaction in his eyes. He was just like, like, like a little puppy that did something wrong. He sat right there. Hansen was over here. I was sitting over there, like in this like meditative pose, like with <laughs> the with the legs kind of like wrapped around. And the moment he went in for some reason it was like i was possessed and i was just like and i dropped in and utilized this feeling that i realized okay let me feel the feeling of compassion and not let anger be the thing that directs this emotion this conversation yeah and do this person dude he like like grown ass man just started Crying,
1: dude. Oh, you changed the, you changed like that whole entire environment just because you were able to see him and feel into love. If not, it could have mm. just been a lot of tension because he came in with, you can tell the fear yeah. and the tension. It's just gonna be this as awkward ass conversation and meeting,
0: dude. It was so weird though because Hanson has never saw seen that side of me, yeah. and we've been showing clips of people when we went to the tantra event because I literally made like. 50 people cry with this thing of like tapping into it. Um, like we showed it in the, the previous podcast, I don't even know, well, we may, we, maybe we could like show, you just, so you could see like the five or 10 seconds, but like Hanson has never saw, seen that side of me. Yeah. And he was there cause he thinks that I'm just like, oh, like playful all the time. But dude, when he saw me like drop in, dude, he was like, dude, you literally like freaking possessed. And he said, dude, I really want to just like wow. pull the camera and just, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah dude it's literally what you said man it's it's literally like I got out of my own way and my logical mind just turned off and I was like I literally felt like I was possessed by some thing that was just like guiding the strings and every single thing that was coming out of my voice or my mouth was literally exactly what this guy needed to know that he fucked up but was in a place of compassion where you know there was no hard feelings after and if anything it like got us closer as like humans
1: it's like you it's like you took the attention out of your head and yeah. then you brought it to your heart, you brought it to your stomach, you brought it to your body. Mm. And then from there, what the way you were feeling, you conveyed it in words, mm. you know, and some of the words, and, he, and when you didn't have the words or didn't need the words, you showed it through like body language, through like facial expressions, or just, you know, like you said, you hugged a woman and you did that. Wow, because that, it's like there's, like bodies would be would be talking like you know there's there's what we say and then Mm. there's how and then there's like the expression of what we have and there and there and sometimes it could be entirely opposite or different Mm. and sometimes it can be the same and i find like when we are aligned and the words that we use along with the expression that we have and those two are aligned it's like so powerful
0: Mm. Wow, it's congruent, wow. right? When your thoughts, yeah. words, and actions align. Yeah. Um. It literally, like, oh man, I, I love when you come on because I literally implement everything that you said. Even just like when thoughts, words, and actions align, and even visualizing when you stand and like energy coming from the ground and then energy shooting from the space into like your being and just like and driving like, dude, it's it, it's like really helps, man. Um. And I I think even like what you say doesn't even really just like help me, but I know for a fact because. There are like so many people that I respect, even like when I was younger, right? When I was 18 in these like dark times and I was like looking at all these videos um, of other people that were like five, 10, 15 years ahead of me, yeah. like big time internet marketers, big time people that own like giant like tech companies. Dude, every single time we drop a podcast and you like say some stuff or like you and Chris said some stuff, especially the last one, like I'm having people like coming out of the woodwork just Saying how like in their successful entrepreneurs, dude, like selling their business for 10 million or and saying like how that podcast was was dope, dude. And they literally got a lot out of it. Nice. Which is which is insane, because it goes back to your first thing, which seems like there's this movement of like like you you start a business, and then after you start a business, you realize money's not a thing, and then you almost have like an awakening, kinda like what you do, yeah. you happen to you, and then you started like seeking information. You realize no one is talking about this stuff, so you have to like go out to Asia. And that's why I feel like when we published that, there's like so much, dude, high level entrepreneurs, man. Like high level, like reaching out saying like, dude, that was that was like some of the pieces of content that I needed to hear personally in my period after selling a $10 million, like selling my company, like my shares in kind of for like 10 million or something like wow. that. Wow, you know,
1: I was on the way here, I was thinking, I was thinking about the fact like you said uh, people go through this this cycle, you know, to where we're young, you know, we're we're needing to prove ourselves, we are wanting to go and and get in great, great shape, you know, we're mm. reaching this level of success and at some point we realize that's not really creating happiness. The mm. women or the money and the and the fame. and the You just like stuff. looking at my book
0: cover, you're like, yeah, I'll fuck the women and the money. We don't have to look at the book cover. <laughs> well,
1: it's, it's, um, it's just a, it's like a journey, you know, yeah. and eventually someone finds out that, well, you know, actually it's not bringing me happiness and then they kind of change. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, it's not that the women or the money or financial success, it's not that it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's just that people think that that is gonna create happiness, and so they don't put any focus on actually creating happiness. Mm. They just equivalent. They equivalent to if I just do that, happiness is like an automatic result. It's like I don't. I'm just mindlessly gonna, mindlessly gonna go ahead and do bicep curls, and then the result is big biceps. It's like you know, with biceps and and uh, you know, working out, we can mindlessly work out, and if you're mindlessly doing everything pretty good. Your muscles are going to respond and grow. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to happiness, it doesn't really work like that. Mm -hmm. And and there's people like me and there's a lot of other people out there that work their ass off thinking that I'm not going to focus on happiness because I'm going to create it when I hit these goals. And then they work their ass off. They spend so much time. And at some point, that small percentage actually does get there. Mm. they find out that, wow, actually, I'm not as happy as I thought. And then out of the small percentage I got there, an even smaller percentage will go, you know what? I think I'm on the wrong path. That's nothing to do with me being successful. It's just Mm. that I'm confused. I need to take a step back and reassess what it really means to be happy and to succeed. While the other part of that small percentage goes, you know what? I think I just need to create a new goal in my business. Mm. I just need to go ahead and kind of change it around and just and they still think it has something to do with success on the outside Mm. and and I think like when we have these podcasts and when we're sharing this information we're not really giving people the answer because people got to find it on their own I think it just wakes people up and go hey you know you need to start looking somewhere Mm. else so don't stop working don't stop exercising don't stop you know, going after going after women, if if that makes what makes you happy, you want a girlfriend or boyfriend, all of that is great. But just realize if you want to be happy, Mm. you need to go and and not depend your happiness on those things. Mm. It's like just because if I have emotional issues and I'm going to keep and I need to realize I need to let go of these emotions, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop eating. Mm. Right. And when someone realizes that their work is not going to fuel the happiness for them, it doesn't mean that they just stop working. Mm. You know, I think uh, we talked over this um, last time in the podcast. Some people feel like they need to step away because they're not able to go and and juggle doing work, you know, getting, you know, being in their current life and still try to find the answers to what makes them mm. happy. I think when that happens, they could step away where they, if they need to do it. If they don't. Then stick with everything that they're doing,
0: but find that time every single day. Mm, it's literally like success masturbation, you know. It's like, <laughs> it's like you have a goal. You're like, oh, here's my goal. Like, uh, I'm gonna get my goal, and then you get your goal, and you're like, oh, the goal feels so good for like five minutes. Five and minutes, then, and then and then you're like, oh, like like it's it's like you just came, and you're like, oh, like oh, uh, like I'm just so like depleted. But like, oh, maybe like another goal, and then you you literally keep on going, allowing yourself to get another goal and another goal and another goal. Every single time you hit it, you feel happiness for like five seconds. Right. And then you immediately feel like shit. You're like, fuck, well, this person has like a hundred million dollar business. Oh, this person started a tech company. Now it's worth billions. Oh, this person has like 30 girlfriends. Like, and then you're just like, you're never like at a losing battle, which brings me to like what you said. It almost seems like there's this rise of new people that are, building businesses kind of like how you explained the love thing where it's like love isn't you know here's someone and then you're shoving love at them it's like you're feeling the love inside and that emotion and we define it as love but in this case it's just like this this positive feeling you then share that with someone else people are now doing that i feel like with business you know well it's not
1: just um i think it's like when we connect to ourselves yeah it's like we have a we have a feeling mechanism. Mm. Let's say we have a feeling mechanism, you know, if we, if we're not connected to that feeling mechanism, if we're, if that feeling mechanism isn't turned on, mm. then we can't feel. And if we can't feel, then that feeling mechanism is what generates the, the emotions of love, the emotions of those feelings. Mm. It allows us to give it out. But if we, but if it's not turned on, we can try to give it out without actually having the ability, we don't have like this gauge of yeah. what is actually being given out. If like that thing is turned on, now we can give out love, we can give out these feelings. But if it's not turned on, we don't. We can't give out these feelings. We can only try. It's like trying to use, use thoughts to go ahead and give out feelings. You know, versus, but we have no gauge on what is actually happening. It's mm. like, okay, it's like I, I look at you and go, hey dude, I love you bro. Thanks bro. I love you man. But then I don't feel it. So then how do I know if if the words that I'm saying, if my body action, if everything is actually representing love? Mm. It's like I really have no idea. And so, therefore, I have no idea because I'm not even able to connect to the energy of love. If I can't connect to the energy of it, I can't give it out mm. because it's not there. So it just becomes this this emptiness of like it's just – words but there's mm. not any of that feeling and that's the thing is like when people aren't connected to their feelings their body that feeling mechanism they're not able to give out feelings mm. and so what you have is these unemotional you know these robots you know people walking around with no emotions and it's like your book it's like what you're saying when you're seeing your parents and every 3 months you see them they seem more of like a, you know like this empty shell and they're mm. a little more empty a little more empty and you're like damn you know I'm going to work my ass off and all this stuff but here are my parents. I can see this is happening. I don't want this happen to them. I don't want it to happen to me. Like, I need to figure this out. Mm. And there's so many people this, this is happening to right now. But instead of looking at it going, something is off, you know. Something is off. I feel very empty. I feel like, you know, like like I'm just kind of just drifting through life. Even though outside seemed I'm creating all this stuff. Like, they need to take a look and go, why do I feel this empty? And mm-hmm. what we're telling people is that you need to connect to the way you feel. Because if you're not connected to the way you feel, then you're gonna feel empty. Man, I mean, it's like, if you, can't, if you can't connect to the way you feel, then what's there? Nothing. So then how do you feel if you don't, if you, It's see, that's the thing. People aren't feeling bad. Some, they're feeling a little bit bad, but in reality, they're just not feeling. Mm. And that's the problem. See, if people are feeling bad, the ones that are feeling bad, they go, something's wrong, you know, and they try to go ahead and, and take substances and all this stuff, but they're, they know something's wrong. Maybe they don't want to face it. But the biggest problems is the people that aren't feeling at all. Mm-hmm. That's even worse because they can, when they start to feel bad, at least they know like something's wrong. It's mm-hmm. like, I feel pain. I might not be dealing with this pain, but I know there's pain there. And then from here, I can go ahead and do something because I know what the problem is. At mm-hmm. least I have an indication of the problem. But the people that aren't able to feel at all, they don't even realize that there is a problem. That's the that's the part, you know, and so they need to be able to at least feel first. And then from there, mm. they have motivation. They have reason to go ahead and pursue. And I think there are so many so many people out there, men and women. I used to think it was just men, but now women are women are successful like men, they're taking control. It's not like back in the days where like I'm a homemaker. No, women and men are all right there, knocking things out, creating businesses, everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so when that happens, they're so in their head that they lose the ability to feel just like men. And then we become more of these unemotional, non-emotional beings. And then no matter what we're doing, we can't feel the joy, we can't feel the the fun, the fulfillment in whatever thing we create. Mm. And then so at, so then when we're not able to feel it, but we don't, we don't, we aren't able to feel it. So therefore we're not feeling bad. So the automatic, we think, we just know that we're not able to feel anything. So the first thing that comes in mind is we just need to do more so we can feel a little bit more. And then so we hit those big ass goals. We feel a little bit, right? Yeah. That five minutes of freaking... Letting it all go, right? The orgasm. Yes, I hit that goal. <laughs> High five. Pop the bottles, right? So we go, boop. We get a little feeling. We go, whoa, that felt great. I'm, I, it must be, you know what? And that was on this this one goal. And let me hit a bigger goal so I can feel it even more. And we mm. start to relate feeling to hitting goals. And that's how the whole thing comes around. Then we just go, go straight up tunnel vision into hitting these goals. Because every time we do, we get that little feeling bump. Mm. But it's like, what would happen if somebody went ahead and realized that instead of getting these feeling bumps when they hit goals, they can always feel like no matter what. Mm. They're like, they're just feelings just constantly turned on. Mm. And anytime when these hit these goals, they get this crazy, crazy heightened feeling. But Mm. without hitting goals, they just still feel good all the time. Mm. You know, that's like when somebody, when somebody is able to experience that, they won't go back into just chasing after Mm. accomplishments for that little, a little bump of feeling.
0: Mm. It reminds me of a, when I first started making YouTube videos and I feel like you could relate to it too it's like when when you start getting like validation you start seeing the comments you start making money from like you just you know making freaking videos online right um you literally start like like I remember my like, throughout, for example, when I was in Chiang Mai, I was, like, making these videos. Yeah. And you know, I was just more, you know, like, quiet and then, you know, going through my da- – not not allowing myself to feel happiness, right? Yeah. Um, just moving by, I was like, oh, wow, you know, my business isn't where it needs to be. Oh, oh, that person has this or, oh, that person has that. Or, oh, like, I feel like I'm stuck or, wow, what if – like, a, a lot of the biggest fears was, like, what if, you know, I have to move back at home with my parents or what if I'm a failure and all my friends were actually right? And – and allowed me most of the time to just, you know, just kind of walk through like a freaking robot. Even after I was already quote unquote successful in yeah. like my initial uh, internet business, right? Yeah. Um. And it was so weird because I would remember turning on like the camera at like six thirty or seven a.m. to make like a video because I was like, oh, I need to make a video for the Freedom Fighters, right? Yeah. Dude, I literally would have to, like, get myself in state, right, to yep. really make these videos. And I'd be like, hey, I was going through front. I'm like yelling. It's literally operating from force instead of power. Yeah. And you could literally see it like in my eye. Like, we could actually pull it up, um, one of my old YouTube videos, so you could like judge me. Uh, but <laughs> like, dude, you literally see how the look in my eyes wasn't congruent. And actually not like it wasn't it was like literally I wasn't respecting the feelings that I was feeling Um, And I was just doing this just to like make videos to make money And you could literally see almost like a kink in the hose which allows the water to spew just a little bit There was also a kink in my creativity. I was always in my head. Uh, Just type in um, You literally look at this dude you literally see the look in my eyes man and we'll put some of your old videos if so I get it. You probably read a lot of self-help books. You read things like things. You see rich. how? Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Ed, Poor Dad. You maybe have seen Wolf of Wall Street, and you wanted to emulate <sighs> that life. Well, if you want to get rich oh. fast and easy, there are three paths that you could actually follow to attain the riches that you desire. Now, the first path that you can you see how it's like coming from force instead of like now we're just like society, in power. We're just like sh- sharing, you know? Because your friends
1: are most likely doing Yeah, right and now. and that is.
0: Yeah, dude, that was, that was old school, Mike, dude. Look at that, 2017, bro. I'm like, fuck. Wow. I, I literally had to be somebody that I wasn't feeling. Like, those emotions that I'm showing right now was not essentially what I was feeling, and you could literally see, like, an incongruency almost, right? Do you see Do you see that?
1: It's, you know, to
0: be honest, it's... Or am I just really good and just sociopathic, and you're like, wow, I need to
1: buy something from this guy. <laughs> you know, because you're watching you, so it's like you're... You're 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 connecting to that time in your life. Yeah. You know, connecting to you in that video, and so connecting to the way you felt, connecting to what you were doing. So you're able to gauge a lot more accurately. Yeah. Here, coming here, from on, let, me, let me just like oh yeah just put coming that. from oh, oh damn yeah, look at that. <laughs>
0: yeah was that God God damn
1: better Mike Chang
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: shows how tech savvy I am.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you talking. You were talking to like the tip when you got to talk to the chef. You know. Oh shit. All right. <laughs>
1: no. You know, coming from, uh, looking at it from this point of view, it actually looks, like, really, looks really good. Really? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I get, like,
0: uh, like I literally remind myself of the feelings that I was feeling at that moment. I'm like, ah.
1: Dude, I know what you mean because I look at my old videos and I think the same thing. I think the same thing. I look at it and it's like, oh, man, I remember this. Just like how, just like how you had to, like, kind of force it and you do take after take after take yeah. because all the other takes – we're just warming up for you to try to express cuz it's all kind of forced. I mm. felt the same thing and I was doing the same thing also. Mm. But coming from an out outside point of view, it's really hard to tell, mm. you know. I think though, however, when you're meeting somebody in person and you're like having a conversation with them, that you're able to tell. But mm. here's the thing that's really uh, it's really interesting. When somebody's connected to the way they feel, they know how other people feel. Mm this like this is the big this is a big takeaway for anybody listening like check this out if you're not connected to the way you feel you can't tell the way other people feel Mm. you can you can or you are thinking about what they're feeling but you aren't feeling what they are feeling you can't connect to that feeling because later literally that feeling mechanism in that person Mm. is not turned on so if somebody wants to know how the other person feel they need to turn on their feeling mechanism. Mm. And so if somebody is, if somebody's feeling like nervous and somebody and if, if if one person is talking to another person and they're trying to see how they feel, they have to be able to feel in order to do that. If they can't, then they're only analyzing through their mind. It's like they're only mm. using half of their ability. But Guys like us, like when we're able to feel, you can talk to anybody and we have everything that's going on. It's like our mind is completely on and picking everything up, but our body, our feeling is also picking everything up mm. and we can be able to tell how someone is feeling. If they're feeling relaxed. If they're feeling a little anxiety, a little nervousness, a little anxious, all of that stuff. Mm. And so it's interesting because when you put two people together, if you ever see two people together that aren't feeling too much, you're totally, totally just in their head. Yeah, It's like... You can see both people having all of these little mannerisms of like nervousness or uncomfortable. It's like but how most
0: dates are. It's just like, <laughs> hey, I was going, on? <laughs> hey, yeah. What's your? Like they both just want to get laid, you know? Like yeah. They're just both, they're literally out a dinner because both of them are horny salad and they want to get laid, but then they're like, yeah, so, you know, where did you go to school? Oh, wow, you did that. Wow, you know? And then, and then just like fucking drinking water because they don't know what else to do. Dude, it's so weird, man. Why is that like that?
1: I was watching. Um, I was watching Black Mirror yesterday, mm. and <laughs> she's shaking her head. I don't watch that that show very often. Not oh. beca- it's really good, <laughs> but it's just it's black. It's dark. Yeah, you know it's dark. I mean, they go there though. But when I was watching it, the what I was thinking was it gives me a pers- uh, like a viewpoint, a perception of somebody that's dealing with a lot of emotional stuff. You know, there are people out there that are dealing with it. And this is the way they see the world this is the way they see themselves and there was a part to where these two people are talking and yeah both people are nervous as fuck and they're just like antsy and they're just uh, you know they're not looking at each other and talking like oh uh, you know um, yeah, yeah you know just it's it's like they just couldn't connect they couldn't connect with each other even though they wanted to and it just it it reminded me that there's a lot of people out there like that. And if I want to help those people, I, I need to, I need to be able to understand what they're feeling. Mm. I need to understand what they're going through. And that's the thing is when, when we start to be able to feel, and we start to get out of those, mm. the, that way of being, it's almost like, you know, you can't really relate to it. Mm. A lot of people think, hey, this is interesting. A lot of people go, you know, I've been there so I can relate to it. But here's the, here's something that you don't hear, hear people talk about a lot. If they are still able to relate to trauma or to pain or to somebody's issues, they're not past it completely, and and it's kind of it sucks because coaches, people that are helping other people, it's a it's a double-edged sword. If they're not relating, they can't. They then people aren't feeling connected to them. If they are relating, they are still really, really conscious of these problems. And so therefore they're still carrying the problem, Mm. even if it's on the very low end. Um, I don't know the way around this, (laughs) you know, like the spiritual way to say this is, well. You know, we carry the problem or be aware of the problem, but no, you're not identified with it and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yes, yes, I understand. But it's much, um, it's much easier if we just aren't carrying it at all. It's like, It's like, you know, you're an alcoholic, but you quit drinking, but you carry a bottle of whiskey with you everywhere you go. Mm. I'm not going to drink it, but I know that it's there and I have it with me all the time and I'm just not going to drink it. But there's always this awareness of alcohol and that awareness, that thought of alcohol Mm. is always in our head, even though we are not drinking anymore. But because it's always in our head, there's always this small possibility of getting back to there Mm. because it's always there, you know? It's like a man going, I'm not going to go ahead and uh, and cheat on my girlfriend or my wife because I'm faithful. But there's always a woman that's constantly there that wants him mm. all the time. And so he's, you know, he's faithful, but she's just always there. And she's like, anytime I'm here for you, you know, because I want you.
0: <laughs> it's like. He's just it constantly does. sliding in the DMs. You know what I mean? And so yeah, you're on yeah. an autoresponder. You know, you're like on a yeah. 365 day drip sequence.
1: So. So that's a, it's an interesting thing, you know, and we were, co- we covered a little bit of it, of it last time yeah. in order to really let go of something. We don't even, mm. we're not even aware of the issue anymore. It's like, we're not aware of it. It's not mm. in our mind. We have no idea that it even exists in our head anymore. It's mm. not that we don't know about it. It's just not in our awareness. It's not in our conscious mind or it's just, we're not even thinking about it, mm. you know?
0: You know, I think what, what helps Like, and what's been helping with me, and I feel like everyone that's like listening is, especially with the coaches when they're like trying to solve the problem, kind of like what you said, and how, you know, there's like this, this, okay, you could tell them logically, but they won't make sense. So you have to empathetically feel it and then share it with them. There's like always this thing of, oh, am I like, you know, getting higher consciousness or am I, wow, like now I'm getting triggered by my own old triggers, right? Yeah. I think what has really helped, even by just kind of like what we're doing right now, you know, where, Step number one, we're not being super serious about it. You know, where uh, when most people have a problem, it's literally like the seriousness inside of it and then they're logically trying to explain why they need to get out of their problem when instead, like, it's literally like a freaking funny movie. Sometimes you could hijack the over analogical thinking mind by saying something inappropriate or funny or whatever. And then immediately the person that's in story that's like reacting to everything around them to like their divorce, to like being overweight, to whatever. For that moment in time, she just starts laughing. Right, yeah, and um, and then you almost like hijack the thinking mind with some feeling, and once you get them to laugh by like just being a freaking dork on camera, which I feel like sometimes we get. Like I was looking at one of like our videos that we made, and you're like, yeah, you know, so if you want to get success, it's just like success and blowjobs, and, and like we literally made that specific cut. It was so funny, um, people, it, it's like the best. I think it, it's the best pattern interrupt to then actually get through the transformation. Kind of like I remember Tony Robbins. There was this girl; she was suicidal. And she was literally, like, going to kill herself. And she was like, I have a very deep question to ask you. Like, can you answer? And the girl was like, yes. And she was, like, crying. I was like, I want you to tell me when was the last time you had an orgasm? And then immediately you saw her face just start laughing and smiling. And for that moment, she forgot she was suicidal. And then the moment he, like, basically destroyed or obliterated the pain body for that second... And the person is now like in a relaxed state. Cause, like, when you laugh, you can't, like, you ever see some people that are trying not to laugh cause it's like super serious and they're, you know, and then they, then when they actually laugh, it's just they spit everywhere. It's it's, this beautiful thing. They They can't even control it. But it's almost like, we have to go the opposite instead of solving these problems instead of meeting them where the problems are which is sadness depression fear what is that a map of consciousness uh guilt shame judging others you literally come to them at this place of love by just showing them wow i'm not taking myself so seriously i'm an idiot i'm a dork but look at how much fun i'm having and then and then you like subconsciously like mess them up by changing their life you know
1: dude that's like <laughs> Those add some shortcuts to, yeah. to to letting go of trauma, to letting go of stress. Orgasms. Spiritual shortcuts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, spiritual shortcuts. Oh, dude, it's- Six-pack spiritual shortcuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You know, I was, so I was thinking of like taglines, positioning, and all this stuff, yeah. you know, because I'm, I'm rebuilding, rebuilding my business. And I always think of shortcuts, like what's the fastest way? There's this there's this line you know that uh, that my friend told me that I've been just thinking all the time and it's really it's really interesting. It's, if it's not fun, it's not spiritual. <laughs> mm. And you know, like you are the perfect example of that, you know? <sighs> because you have so much fun. You laugh, you joke around, and you just you just like you just you feel you feel good. And it doesn't mean you can't get serious. A lot of people a lot of people miss. The 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 point they think oh he's only that no actually he's a lot of everything fun serious compassionate it's That's like what you have it a says on my range. Tinder profile I know yeah, huh? exactly what you just said my <laughs> dude if people were able to smile and laugh more when people laugh and smile when they're having fun they are impressed they are present number one mm. there's no awareness of issues doesn't matter if they have low self esteem it doesn't matter if they have daddy mommy issues. None of that is aware they are in the moment, they are enjoying themselves, and they feel good. Mm. They feel good. And it's like such a shortcut. It's like, okay, somebody's dealing with all this stuff. What's the fastest way to get them out of it? Boom. Have fun. Laugh. Smile. By doing what? Whatever floats your boat, man. Mm. You know, just make, just the only thing I would say to that is making sure that whatever it is that they do isn't creating a big negative consequence if it creates a little one but you know you really need it then go for it. what but, do you mean by that so like let's say let's say someone's like man i feel really stressed you know so i'm gonna go do something fun they go well, i'm gonna get hammered that's fine, you know <laughs> okay, I, I, okay. Get, I get hammered <laughs> i i go crazy it's like yeah. okay cool well, what's the consequence of that you know mm. and so i would say you know if somebody's going, they, if they're about to go suicidal you know what i might as well you go get hammered then go kill yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Go go get drunk. But if somebody's like, you know, they're a little depressed, but they're not quite there, but they just they want more but like I can't figure it out, then instead of just just going straight unconscious getting hammered, do something else that's fun. Mm. You know, just go do something that you have fun with and then it's not it's not this permanent solution, but what it does is it puts them on the path towards mm. a solution. Because if somebody was constantly having fun every single day for just one hour, the rest of their life could suck. But that one hour is really good. Mm. They have a path to happiness. They have mm. a path to to feeling good. It's like their body is experiencing feeling good. Because people mm. that are stressed, that are like really worried, they don't. They don't. Their body has forgotten how it's like to feel good. Their mm. body's forgotten how it's like to, it's to be muscle, excited. You know? Yeah. They 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 become. They forget it. Mm. They don't become familiar with it. So when people are having fun and people are are getting excited over anything, it doesn't matter, at least it's like a reminder for the body. Mm. And that's why it's like, every time when I see you, man, you're always in a good mood and you're happy and excited. And I know that, I know that the chances of it being 100% all the time is probably slim, but you're able to access it constantly, mm. constantly. And just as long as somebody's accessing it constantly, they are building mm. familiarity to it,
0: you know? Yeah. Plus, it also gets addicting, right? Like, uh, I'll, <laughs> like, I, I literally take a lot from what you say. I'm like, I'm just going to increase the intensity. So I'll literally be in the sauna for 20 minutes, and, and like, I'll start complaining that I want to get out. Like, I'll start feeling, like, that uh thing where it starts going up and my subconscious is just, like, panicking, right? And I literally do almost like a South Park voice, and I was like, oh, it's so hot. Like, Wah. and then and then I almost, like, like I think it's a little bit of NLP myself. Like you know, in NLP, where um, your you think of a bad past, but then you fast forward it, you rewind it, you then make the picture bigger, you make it smaller, you make the words come out like backwards. You you decrease the pitch. It's like oh yeah, right? Yeah. So I literally do that. I'm like, okay, now I'm complaining, but then I'm like, oh this works. Oh my god. Oh my god. And then and I almost like laugh at the exact negative thoughts that are coming in which then immediately gets me out of it. Or then after that, I'll go into the ice bath and then I'm like, oh, it's so cold. And then I'm like, okay, well, what if I just over-exaggerate these negative thoughts? Like, what are the negative thoughts that are coming in? Like, oh, wow, this is cold. Like, oh my God. Like, and it's just like, okay, well, if I'm going to make these thoughts negative, I might as well just exaggerate it to the point where they're comedic. So comedic, so i will be like, oh my god, it's so cold. I can't even oh my god My balls are <laughs> shriveled up like I can't even like come out anymore And then like I just you know and then and then immediately now in the ice bath Like it's actually weird when some people come in Because because <laughs> i'm literally sometimes like talking to myself and just like looking at my third eye and like dancing Like when we went to the marcel hoff thing, yeah, you know yeah. uh, But I I really feel like how I am When i'm by myself and no one else is around is exactly my lowest default state of when i'm with around other people yeah. you know so if i want to feel like love and passion and excitement all the time dude there's like a lot of training behind the scenes like if i put like little cameras like cgtvs in here where i literally yeah. wake up and i'm just like fuck my life like i freaking suck or like literally like I'll, every day I'll be like wow like this fucking person makes so much money i'm so inadequate or wow what if this all is just like i fail and i have to move back or what if you know like I'm actually too obnoxious and like my friends actually don't like me or like all these negative thoughts and I'm like, fuck it, you know? And then, you know, and then I'm just like talking, my dog's just like, what is this my owner doing right now? it's really just feeling the enjoyment when you're in pure aloneness that I feel like you could really start giving when you're with people, you know? You know, you
1: you practice a lot. It's like you... You see the importance, and you practice so much. Yeah. Right, it's like always training. Right? It's
0: you, bro. It's like the voice behind my head, like my training says, this. "Okay,
1: always be training." Yeah. <laughs> no, it's that's so powerful, man. You know, it's so powerful to to mm. constantly be to to be aware of it and to and to always practice. You know, practice mm. being in a good place. You know, I was, I, I had something. You're were, you're were, you're were saying that it just came, it came to me, and then it left, but it's gonna come back. It's okay. Yeah, we're not attached to anything. (laughs) okay. Well, just just, just keep going. I'll I'll, I'll come back. I'll let you know.
0: It's a little, I feel like, uh, and I've been writing this in my journal every single day, just like, Fully detach from outcome and then engage into the process like how can I engage into every single process how like when I'm drinking this water that oh Man, this water is like the best sip of water in the freaking world or when I'm like talking like how Every single word that comes out of my brain is literally just like a little baby orgasm just being birthed Into reality, right? And I feel like whenever I feel like or whatever or even like I'll be on a scooter and like I'll see a pretty girl And then, you know, like, for some reason, my face just gets looking all serious. And then I'm like, why is it fucking serious? Oh, it's because I want to look cool for an exact outcome. How can I actually play into this process of just engaging with this and maybe, like, do a little wink or, like, make it, you know, a little funny. (laughs) That's, like, a big thing. Like, that's actually the biggest, um, like, caller for me when I realize when I'm, too attached to an outcome, is when I see somebody of value, uh, it could be some guy that either intimidates me because they have more, or some woman that's just like obnoxiously beautiful for no reason, and I'm literally just like, okay, and then you, you see all these control muscles just trying to control the situation, when in all reality, this is just another resistance for me to find a way to just make this a play, you know, make it fun, make it like so damn serious and it's just weird cause it's like the, the bigger the goal or the bigger the challenge, it's almost like the more serious you have to be operating in force instead of just like like peace, love and gratitude. You're just like, oh, this is freaking amazing. Like how awesome. Man, you, you know,
1: know oh, that just reminded me of something, you know, like let's say, let's Did you say forget you're- forget it? No, it wasn't that, <laughs> oh, it's, something, it's something else. So let's say uh, those two scenarios, you're around this woman And she's like just Russian. Yeah. Russian. (sighs) You know, like dirty blonde. Just so beautiful. So beautiful. (laughs) She's like, I'm listening, yes. (laughs) So but right, so she's so beautiful. And I I would have this, I would have this happen all the time before, where I'm talking, everything is natural, everything's flowing. And suddenly I'm aware how beautiful she is
0: oh that's the worst that is the worst
1: then check this out (laughs) boom a switch clicks and i go from being natural and just everything is cool talking to suddenly oh shit she's so beautiful oh shit am i am i saying the right things and you know you know wow and then suddenly i'm in my head
0: (laughs) done you're done dude.
1: and stutters forget shit and on and
0: on Talk and about your stuff that you own and they're just like, why are
1: <laughs> they suddenly it's not flowing anymore? And yeah. I remember. So this also happens with talking to like successful people yeah. or you know, or somebody that you look up to, to where that switch happens. Everything's natural until the switch. And once that switch, the awareness of something that creates that that creates some type of anxiety, some type of it's not it's awareness of a judgment. It's like we judge. And then suddenly when we're judging something, we switch. We mm. switch from this natural, everything is cool, to suddenly we are, we are trying to create a certain expectation. Mm. We're trying to be a certain way. So if I look at a woman and I go, and everything's cool, she's just a woman. But suddenly it's like, whoa, she's a freaking 10. Oh, my gosh, she's so beautiful. And then suddenly there's this expectation of I need to look good. I need to act good. I need her to think highly of me. And then suddenly it goes from being flow into I need to fit that mold. And suddenly everything changes and then I'm trying to do that, which doesn't even work out. So I, for the longest time, I realized that there was this switch, but I couldn't dial in on how it was happening. Mm. About, maybe about six, seven months ago, I was able to dial in and then I broke it down into exactly what happened. And it's really simple. There's one thing that happens. We judge. We judge the person based on something, right? Being beautiful or being super successful. Once we judge them, then after we have a judgment, we then are wanting some type of, um, we're trying to have them see us in a certain way. We suddenly create an expectation Mm. of the conversation. Judge, then we need an expectation. And then after that, the switch is made. Mm. And the way to go back is we have to let go of the judgment The way we let it go is not go, I'm not judging this person on this. I'm not judging. No, no, it's not going. She's not beautiful. She's not beautiful. She's not. No. You just stop thinking about it. You lose awareness of the judgment. And then when we lose awareness of the judgment, then we lose awareness of the expectation that we were trying to create. And then now we're back in flow. Suddenly everything Mm. is okay again. And man, if I knew this all these years because it would happen like so often every oh my time God. Dude. social situations every are like day. the worst i'll i remember i'll be in a social network and i'm just talking everything's cool and then suddenly i'll stand there it's not even just with one person sometimes i can stand in a party and then it switches because you can do the same thing with anything with a group with an event and anything and suddenly i go from chilling happy everything just feel like you know just on top of it suddenly i have anxiety I don't want to be there anymore. I want to get the fuck out. I want to stand in the corner somewhere, be by myself and just stare at everybody and just judge, judge, <laughs> Dude, judge, judge, so you know, relatable. and then I go grab a drink. And then now I want to, when somebody tries to come up and I don't want to talk to them. I try to find an excuse. i look at my phone and don't look up very often. So this way, on and on and on. And all it is, is that initial judgment, which then creates the expectation
0: Dude.
1: and like I, and then now it's like what it doesn't happen very often. You know, because I practice like crazy, like something I practice 24-7 is not judging. Mm. But it's like difficult when you're in business. It's, yeah. it's difficult when you're trying to create a certain result, but then you have to judge people to see their performance. You have to judge your own performance. You have to judge things to see if you want to, all these choices and decisions. So it's like trying to balance between this two, you know, to where we have to judge certain things to know what to do next. But at the same time, we want to be in the flow. So we want to kind of let go of expectations. Mm. And it's like right in the middle between judgment and expectation. We float mm. right there. And if we can float right there, we're good. But it's so easy to go off into one side. Mm. And then we get into that to that feeling to where we're not natural anymore.
0: Yeah, when that happens to me, I was at this like all like Russian model party. Where it's was just literally just me and just a bunch of like Russian like really beautiful women and they were like singing along and I'm just and I looked at the time I was like how long am I gonna be here and it was like two or three hours and I saw the amount of food that was like out on the table so I was like okay I'm not gonna have to talk to anyone if there's food in my mouth <laughs> yeah. so, like, so I was literally like eating just oh, like man. the little fruits was, like putting in my mouth like oh shit, she said something oh, I got freaking dragon fruit <laughs> bro I'm carnivore right so uh-huh. I only eat meat um, because I was vegan for 30 days and then like I, I started feeling weird and um Like it was like reacting with my body weird. So then I tested like just full-out carnivore from like local sources So it's yeah. like pretty good. Um, and then literally I'm like in this place. There's all these Russian models There's nothing but fruit in front of me. It was like the first time that I'm like, okay should, should I judge myself? Should I judge everyone else, or should I just escape and actually eat this fruit that I told myself I wasn't gonna eat for another thirty <laughs> days? I'm like, screw it, the pressure's too much. <laughs> She's just like, "Are you okay? You're you seem different right now. You know, go want you want me to play a song for you? Like this, is like Anastasia, like laying, she was there too, and she noticed that I was like a little bit weird. And I'm like, no, nope. noticed
1: the switch.
0: Yeah, and dude, my hands were just like, I, like I wanted to make it even slower, and I like I literally almost couldn't think. Because there was forks all around, but I'm literally picking the most messiest fruit and just like eating it with my hands and putting it in my mouth And like there's just like purple stuff all over my fingers and dude It was it was like the it was the most recent time that I think I was the most reactive um, And it dude, it was so funny dude. It didn't just
1: look so bad.
0: Yeah, cuz I'm a freaking sociopath <laughs> and like I understand
1: from the outside, it, it it was okay, huh?
0: Well, you see her because then we start. Everyone started dancing, and then and then I felt really awkward. But then I started making. I was like, okay, how can I make this awkwardness almost playful? So then I'm just like, like dancing, like <laughs> Oh, yellow stay boy, American boy, Oh, yellow stay boy, Moscav, and I'm just like, American boy. And Hanson's loving it because Hanson is uh, his fiance is Russian. So for the first, like, t- four, 24 months, he's just been going to these parties, only Russians, just him, and, it, like, you have to learn how to self-amuse yourself in these situations, <laughs> you know? And I feel like you could amuse yourself. Oh, that, I feel like oh, we're literally digging deep to the thing that's fucking up so much men and women out there right now. Yeah. Do you feel that? Yeah. It's almost like the moment you could amuse yourself is the moment in that situation that you're back in that dance between judgment and and uh flow you know yeah the, yeah the the ability to self-amuse yourself when all else is shit or when this girl's like super freaking uh pretty so now you're like okay there's an expectation there's a desired result i need her to smile oh say this thing oh she doesn't smile oh fuck failure you know <laughs> instead of just like oh saying this thing not even realizing how they take it but just being so at peace with what you said and it was just you know that muse that that amuse
1: yourself is Having fun. Yeah. It's like but learning how to have fun with yourself.
0: Mm, Like 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 spiritual masturbation. (laughs) Without coming.
1: Yeah, without yeah. That you know, so so going back, you know, going back to to the to that root issue of not of not judging, you know, I feel that it's like if somebody just tries to do it. Without doing anything else besides, well, I'm just gonna try it whenever, whenever the situation comes up. Mm. They can spend a tremendous amount of time and never succeed. And the reason why is because they're not really training for it. Training, Mm. in my opinion, is not just going into a game. It's like if somebody's trying to, if somebody wants to get really good at playing football, they don't go into a football game and just play, and that's their training. No, that that's like the outcome of their training. They go and they practice. You know, they practice every day. And I feel like when it comes to judgment. When it comes to these things, it's the same idea. People are spending so much time just not doing actual training, but actually just trying to get trying to trying to get their life in order by just going to these events and then trying to practice that non-judgment, but they're not really training on non-judgment. Mm. They're just always in the game. You know, and this is what I this is what I love about about what we do because like I know I have a morning ritual that I do to train. And you just came from your training and you do too. I almost died from that training. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so important. And I want to, I want to dive into, dive into this and share with people, you know, share with people what we do in the morning time Mm. and, and like how that, how that helps us throughout the day, you know, Mm. like if there's something that you're feeling different or afterwards, you know, so this way people can see the importance of why they need to go and do something for their for themselves mm. every single day if they want to go ahead and get past get past these things, find happiness, feel more love, stop judging. So this way, you know, they're able to they're able to do it. You know, instead of thinking I'm just gonna practice that all the time, no, it doesn't work like that. Mm. You can't just get better at the game by being in the game. You know, you have to go ahead and step out of it. Why? Because when you're in the game, everything is live. Mm-hmm. Everything is live. There is no room to like just fuck up. If you fuck up. There's a consequence of fucking up, you know, you can get backlashed. But when you're in practice, you can fuck up and fuck up and fuck up and it's okay because mm. you're not in the game playing. And that's the difference between practicing or training versus actually in it. Mm. And people are not spending enough time training and practicing. Instead, they're just thinking, I'm just going to keep getting into the game, keep doing it and then eventually I'm gonna get it right. No, it doesn't work like that. I tried doing that, you know. And so let's dive into that. So you just got back when I got here. Tell me a little bit about your about your morning practice and and um, and what does that do for you?
0: you Mm, Yeah, man, it's literally like a race against time to destroy my negative thoughts. Like, cause every single day, like I wake up, dude. Even like when I woke up today, um, the first thing that I did was like I just. Like I was like, okay. I woke up and for some reason, even today, I just like grafted. Or I, I, I didn't graft. I, I, just like growled really loud. I was like, ah! And then like I, I laughed. I was like, wow, that was really weird, Mike. And I'm looking around because like sometimes you think you're dead because you know you're in this mosquito net and you just everything's white. You're like, where am I? Like, oh my god! <laughs> like, oh shit! I'm in like Asia. Like you know, sometimes you forget where you're at. And I'm like. And then, so, like, a lot of me wanted to go back to uh, sleep. One of the things that I started doing was, so, like, let me just talk about today. Because every single day, I feel like my morning ritual just changes. Because then what happens um, is it gets really meta. Because sometimes you do your morning ritual for a desired result. Uh-huh. And then the morning ritual ceases to become uh, what's called effective, you know? Mm-hmm. Where now you have these expectations on the morning ritual. Yep. So you do these things. You freaking breathwork, You meditate. And then you're like... Okay, I'm still reactive. What the What the hell? You know? Yep. So now I've been just like flowing into, I feel like, what my body needs for the day. So for example, today I woke up and immediately the moment I did was I just like growled, like really freaking loud. Yeah. And then I realized, holy shit, I'm alive. And then I jumped out for some reason today because I felt like your brain, your body Memorizes the emotions it feels. So if I wake up and I'm just lethargic, then Mm -hmm. it'll carry on throughout my day. Instead of just like waking up, like, holy freaking shit, I'm alive. I jump up, I look at the bathroom, I'd (laughs) like, do some like Tony Robbins stuff. Yeah. Yeah, And (laughs) I'm immediately awake at this moment. Yeah. And then for today, uh, usually I do some other stuff, but then for some reason I went back into bed. Yeah. But instead, I literally just like laid there for I think 10 or 20 minutes, staring up at the ceiling. I put my alarm clock again just in case I fell asleep. And I literally just started observing the thoughts and the feelings that were just coming into my mind. Um, Usually I do it with meditation, but now I was just like, okay, let me just observe the thoughts. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting thought. Why is that there? Or if like a judgment comes in of like, you know, what are your sales? Check your sales today. Check your sales to see if you feel like good. And then like, usually if I don't observe that thought, the first thing that I would do is I would wake up I would run over to the studio. Mm-hmm. I would look at the sales. I like look it up, and then I'd be like, "What are the sales?" And then, and then I'm and like, and so like "It's like freaking loading because it's freaking Asia." And you're yeah. like, "Wait, like years to get it up and running." And then the sales aren't there. Oh man, dude, am I freaking reactive for the rest of the day, dude? I'm like, "Fuck, dude!" Like you a- just set
1: you just set your day up with a failure like, to start off with, and an
0: expectation for wanting to either prove myself because even like that one thing alone, I wake up, I look at my sales. If it's not what it is, I'm immediately reactive. I notice for the rest of the day, I find myself in a normal conversation trying to prove somebody that, that like, I'm like doing well, or maybe even like, I'll even like release. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because
1: you start off going, I this feeling that I'm not doing well. Yeah. And therefore it's like, and then have to, it doesn't even tie in into sales later on, but there's just like Mm -hmm. this Need to redeem ourselves, mm-hmm.
0: and and you do that in every single conversation. You know, I'll, I'll go to the gym, I'll, I'll start realizing that I'm staring at people for too long and not smiling, and then I'll try smiling, and then I'll just be like, and you know, and then and then now I'm literally in this reaction, so now my morning ritual turns into like a five hour morning risk because I'm like, shit, someone's coming over at 11 or 12. You know, I literally have to get myself out. Um, but yeah, today, no, like it was actually crazy. Um, some days. I'll, I'll go on my laptop, literally, uh, this close, everything's loading. Like I go through the emails, go to the sales thing. And then as it's loading, my will literally powers through it. And it's just like, right as it's about to show it, I exit the screen. And I'm like, Dang. no, go back Good to your way. room, Mike, Good go way. back to your freaking room. So let's go back to today. So literally that thought came in. Usually I would want to go check it. Yeah. But then I was like, you know what? No, I'm just going to. Just gonna observe that thought. I was like, wow, that's an interesting thought. And then I'm just there for like 10 or 20 minutes. And then um, today was like, a, a, today was like actually a really different morning ritual. Um, I think having animals is so amazing too. Cause even just like observing how the puppies react, cause my friend had to drop off her puppy here. So I yeah. had like two dogs this morning. Yeah. And just seeing how they're so freaking present and then appreciating, wow, this is a live freaking animal and it's letting me touch it without biting my face off. And uh, to, really kind of
1: connecting to them yeah connecting to to them
0: animals nature and then and then I ran on the beach with them and then and then I started feeling the judgment because I'm like man I'm like really shredded I'm in my Muay Thai booty shorts and I'm like running so I'm like I have to look the part so I'm like (laughs) doing this but then I'm like no so literally while I'm running and I feel everyone looking at me because they're like who's this full ass dude just like running (laughs) with two dogs like it's so cute man like I'm running with these dogs and they're literally like trained to run next to me yeah and then I was like, okay, I feel the judgment of myself. I feel like I have to play an identity. I feel this person looking at me, and sometimes they're pretty gross. So I'll look at them just like this, like with the angry <laughs> face. I'm like, and then I'll catch myself, right? And then I'm like, no, start shaking. Mike Chang says to shake whenever this happens. So now I'm like running down the freaking beach, just like <laughs> this. Everyone's looking at me, and then judgment starts happening. But then I'm like, oh wow, that's interesting, that judgment. And then I'll just observe the judgment that I feel, and then let it release. I'll start like calming down. I'll start saying good morning to people. But normally it's literally like a battle between observing my mind and the judgments and not attaching them, as opposed to then just like letting the judgment take over and then me expecting a result from everyone. Like seeing someone and I'm just like. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, my face starts switching to then. Yeah, so I ran with them today. It was pretty amazing. Ran down the entire thing. Then I went to the ice bath and the sauna and I meditated, did a lot of breath work. And I came back here and then I was stuck on the, um, shortcut for like a good 20 minutes. Right. Wow. And, and immediately I was like, no, like my, my morning ritual is going to fade. You know, it's it, like this glow is going to fade. And then I'm going to come in, I'm going to be reactive. I'm not going to be able to do this podcast. But then I was like, how can I just relax and enjoy the fact <laughs> that, wow, this 20 minutes. And then I, I literally saw like laying down. I'm like getting a tan. I'm like lying down on my scooter while I'm waiting for these cars to pass. Then I, laying
1: down like, on your scooter.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, while, while it's up. And then I I, just, I started practicing on the, the, the eye contact thing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm here. Obviously, there's so many people coming by. We always have this like awkward thing when you see someone in the eyes and then you kind of like look away or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, okay, this is freaking training. You know, I told Mike Chang to just come in because is open. So he's already situated, you know, so that, that's I, I would feel guilty if I didn't tell you to do that because then people would just like wait.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So I said that. So, I, okay, that's good. Um, like Anastasia and Dima, they're savages. They can just like enjoy the time. It's cold. I have air conditioning. it'll be good, you know? So then people are just driving by and I, I'm immediately just looking directly into their eyes. Like I'm freaking sweaty, like shredded out of my freaking mind. Cause I do that Mike Chang workout, um, with the uh, Chris diet and people are looking at me and immediately the first couple ones like i was looking at guys eyes girls eyes in like like indonesian eyes freaking people in the cars like like in the beginning i was looking in their eyes and, and they're imme- looking at you funny they were looking at me weird bro cuz <laughs> yeah. sure cuz i'm just like this cuz cuz i'm like oh i'm looking at someone in the eyes i have to be serious so i'm literally looking at this and then the, the immediately just like look away from like fear and then i'm like okay the usually it, it's kind of like what you said yesterday it, the anxiety builds up but then it dissipates. Mm-hmm. So in the first time I was looking at the people as they were coming, I was just like, wow, I feel anxiety, I feel anxiety, feeling." feel But I'm like, keep on looking at them because they're <laughs> gonna, gonna drive by anyways. And this is just a wrap, right? This is just a freaking Yeah. And they like, and they just like drive by. And then immediately what happened is my gaze started like relaxing. Yeah. I start being playful about it. I start realizing that wow, some people are looking away. Is that how I look when I look away? Wow, that looks silly. I look, I've look. i been looking silly this entire time. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? And then I no longer judge myself and other people. And then I kid you not, there was like this um, older woman like driving by in her scooter. And it was like when I was just fully relaxed and I gazed. And I just like, looked at her. I was just like, you know, just like, like I was uh, chilling back like this. just was like looking at them. Dude, she looked at me. I looked at her. There was like this little bit of tension on her part. But then- I feel like she felt the feelings that I was feeling and immediately she just had like this big freaking smile and I was just like, Wow, that was such a pretty smile And after that people just started coming in and then I was just like I feel good All right time to meet Mike Chang.
1: <laughs> it's every every time when Every time when we laugh and smile and we're just like, relax, like we don't give a shit. We're just enjoying ourselves. Everybody yeah. that looks at us seem to be enjoying themselves too, you know, yeah. and then vice versa. I, that, that reminds me so much of, of what I used to do. And now I, I just remember like the way I look at somebody is the way that they're going to look at me. Mm. Bingo, right there. The way I look at somebody. And it's not just my expression. The expression is an effect. It's Mm. all has to do with my perception. It's like Mm. not my expression, you know, it's not like, ah, (laughs) you know, it's like, no, it's like, (laughs) that's that's enough, that's an effect. Um, Well, actually, you know, actually, not entirely. I have to rewind that. (laughs) (laughs) Take that back. No, there was a study, right? So, there was like, I think it was like three or five guys and they were at this university and they were studying on emotions and they were studying on what facial expressions, you know, what facial expressions matched which emotions. Mm. And so they were, it was, they were working on it, working on it. And then one day they all went in to the university and they all had this look on their face. They all looked at each other and they're just like, oh, you know, I don't know what it is, but I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this sucks. And it, they felt, and as they were telling each other this, they just kind of looked at each other and it was kind of strange because they were so passionate about it. They had this mission of trying to trying to go and figure out which expressions. And suddenly they all simultaneously had the same, the same thing of not wanting to do it anymore. Like they just wanted to stop. They don't care why, they didn't matter. They just want to stop. And then, they started thinking they're like okay why are we all feeling this this is strange and then they realized that the last like 3 to 4 days they've been figuring out the expression for sadness mm. and they all became sad from trying to figure out the expression the facial expression so then they realized they found out something not they found out that the expression that we create on our face makes also is directly also responsible or the way we feel. Mm. So there is this aspect of fake it till you make it type of thing, except it's with our expressions. So in other words, if we are, if we practice smiling and if we practice like having a, a, a funny, enjoying expression, happy expression, that expression would actually change the way we feel and change the thoughts in mm. our head. Mm. And that's like a nice little ninja hack because sometimes people can't can't, you know, can't get the thoughts aligned. I want to think happy, but should I keep worrying about this stuff? Yeah. They're like, think happy, think happy, think happy. But they just, that's not something else they can practice. Like, okay, maybe they can't do the visualization and all this stuff, but they can, but they're okay with practicing on smiling mm-hmm. or practicing on looking happy. And so they just look happy, look happy. And that every time when they're doing that, they actually would end up feeling more happy. You know, and that's just one thing to kind of help them down the path. Mm. Because I realized there's like so many different things that help somebody and not all routes work for people. Not all tips and techniques work. Mm. But that one is a really, really good one. And that's something that I became very conscious of. Mm. I was like, wow, okay, that makes total sense. And so that's something I just practice all the time. Mm. I just like, in my mind, it's this default state of just smiling, like just Mm. smiling and just being happy for the most part. And I would find like, maybe about 60 to 70% of my day, even like, especially when I'm by myself, because sometimes what people will do is when there's nobody around, they don't smile. Why the fuck would I smile if I'm by myself? Right? Crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I'm not smiling at myself. I'm just smiling at this computer. Why, why am I going to smile? I'm only going to smile at somebody. <laughs> but why? Why don't you just smile at yourself? Why don't you just smile at your dog? Well, people do smile at their dogs. Right. But what if you don't got a dog? Right. So I find like, it, at first, it was a little weird because I was judging myself. Mm. Was, then, but I just let it go really quickly. and I was like, no, I'm going to enjoy myself, right? I'm going to find, I'm, I'm just going to find, did not matter what I'm doing. And so I'll be washing dishes, and I do this a lot now, right? <laughs> Sometimes when I feel like I'm, I'm when I'm judging you know, or I think about something, I would just laugh at myself, just like what you did. I'll just sit there, and I was, it's just out of the blue. I go, just be, <laughs> and then <laughs> people around, you know, they'll go like, "Oh, oh, what happened?" Or, or you "What you?" Okay? Yeah, I'm just
0: judging you? myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, what you laughing about? I was going, "Oh, nothing." And yeah. and so, so my lady's like, and she'll be like, "No, no, no, tell me, tell me." Like, "It's nothing." No, no, go tell me. I'm like, "Uh, I just, I just thought, you know, this this was kind of funny how I think." And it's like it doesn't even sound funny anymore because <laughs> it's not even funny. <laughs> It's, that's the thing. It's not funny, you know. But I explain it, and and it's usually the same. And somebody's like, "Oh, okay. Why, why, why is this guy even laughing? They don't. Get, they don't get it because I'm just using it as a way to to change it. You know, change from the judgment. So, but yeah. So so rewind back. <laughs> <laughs> so all right, going back to going back to uh, going back to practice and morning rituals, right? So. So you wake up, you do your you do your ice bath, right? You do your hot and cold and you do your breathing.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: a it, on a normal basis is that is that we do like every yeah. single morning. I've been
0: starting to do more shaking now just like Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I feel like any type of thoughts cuz I feel like okay, I feel like if this emotion is in movement, sometimes it's not the best to move it away with stillness, you know? Sometimes you need movement to combat the, the movement of negative thoughts. And then I'll just be like, kind of like what you said, just have yeah. people staring at me. I'm like, oh, I'm judging myself. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's funny. And then, and then yeah, that's like the biggest thing. Also, another thing is um, getting myself out of the judging myself frame because I feel like that's most people's set uh, beginning. So like, even yeah. like, for example, if someone told me earlier to smile and I'll be happy, I'll do that but I'm like doing it for a desired result. Yeah. But then what actually helped even more was when I smile, that's like seven on one. And then step two, realizing how much of an idiot I look and smiling on that fact. And then that would be a more like, like effective, like a more real natural smile as was yeah. like, Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> Twitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's basically it for, yeah, the morning ritual.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. and, you know for mine it's it's pretty similar you know like i do the movements the jumping and stuff like that you know uh honestly i would love to do the uh do the ice bath and the uh, and the hot and cold mm. that's so powerful like ever since we did the did it at, at, uh, at the astana at marcel hoff's thing yeah like, it's really powerful um i just find that around me i don't think there's a close a a close spa and so I just do I just do my practice. Let's do it
0: after this, man. Let's go there, and then it's cold. They just put like five hundred kilos of ice in there. Really? Yeah. Like, what, what time is it? What time is it? We can head over there.
1: One forty-seven.
0: Oh yeah, dude. We could like we could like finish up and then yeah but yeah. But like finish your thought on what you were talking about, and then we can go to the ice bath.
1: Cool. And uh, we have a few
0: questions. Oh, and we have some questions for you, Mike. Ah, uh, uh,
1: okay. <laughs> um, I think you know both there's no there's no coincidence that you can always tell when somebody has like a consistent practice mm. that they do you know because they are usually enjoying themselves a lot more they're a little they're more relaxed they're more aware of things mm. and you know i just want to I, I just want people to know like it's not there's no special practice that's hands down the best for everybody you know and i always tell people if you if you hear me talk about doing my morning practice, but you tried a few times and you know, you rather do something else, you no, know, it doesn't matter anything that that somebody enjoys, just as long as they feel good afterwards, mm. they feel good and they feel relaxed, it doesn't matter what they do, but it's so important to mm. do it every single morning. Mm-hmm. Get their bodies used to that feeling of relaxation, that feel that feel good feeling, get their bodies used to that feel good feeling. Gratitude
0: love. And peace and appreciation. The more you could train those emotions in the beginning half of your day, it just propels you for the rest of the day, you know?
1: Yeah. And the, and to be able to train in that, somebody needs to be able to feel to feel good, feel relaxed. It's like they they need to at least be in a default neutral state mm. of feeling of feeling well, just feeling at ease. Mm. You know, if they can't feel at ease, they can't feel super excited. They can't feel super compassionate. They can't feel all of that. And I think my practice, your practice, and a lot of people's practices will at least bare minimum get to get to this default of feeling at ease, feeling peaceful. Mm. And once someone's at peaceful, if they didn't branch up into feeling compassionate, excited and all this stuff, it doesn't matter because at least at peaceful, everything is fine. Mm. You know, so that's the, that's the thing I want want to share with people. If somebody, it doesn't matter what they do, some people aren't really e- used to or, or really gun ho about exercises, but they can just go and just do what you're doing, like the hot and cold. It takes no effort to go into a hot tub and a cold tub, at least no workout Or your shower,
0: effort. or your shower. Just
1: you know, that's a good one. And that's yeah. actually what I do, you know, now coming back of it. So there's two things that I do right away when I get out of bed. Either I get up and I jump into the pool. Mm. Like I was about to do that this morning. I was about to wake up. Sometimes what I do is I wake up, I'm half asleep and I dive into yes. the pool.
0: Dude, right? we're so the same, dude. I know, bro.
1: <laughs> and mm. then by the time I get to the other side, it's like straight up, like I'm half awake already. And then by the time I return back, full charge awake. Mm. Either that or I do a cold shower. Mm. You know, Every single morning to kind of
0: start it off. That or morning sex without actually coming. That, that's also another thing where I'm just like Okay, you know, that's like sometimes I'll, I'll have a sleepover and she's like, well, why don't you you know, do your she's Russian Why don't you do you know your morning ritual? I don't want you to change because I'm here and I'm like no 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 Like you're you and then I explained you are to her the morning ritual. I, I literally explained her I was like at the end of the day all of this is Designed for a couple things number one to get me present number two to get me in feeling and number two to not think of anything all of those things are also the exact same as what happens when you are having like an intimate relationship. You yeah. share like that feeling you cause you can't think about you can't like think about what you do when you're having sex. Cause then it's just like, you know, very like mechanical, right? You have to get in that feeling. And especially if it's someone that supports you on like, not like busting basically. She's yeah. like, wow, you know, you're such a man. You don't, you don't even release your power. I'm like, yeah. And then, and the rest of the day, dude, I'm just like on Fired, dude. I'm just like business this, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm just like, like a freaking, like, I feel like Doctor Strange when it comes to um, building businesses and networking, like, the, mo- the morning after like Saxon not coming. And I'm like, yeah. I can do freaking anything compared to waking up and looking at my sales and just <laughs> hating myself. Oh, man. I have friends I've told this to and they know when I've had sex in the morning or if I saw my sales <laughs> in the morning. Like, dude, what's wrong, bro? Why are you reacting right now to me, bro? You check your sales today. You check. You feeling not enough, bro? You feel inadequate? Damn. I'm like, fuck you, man. Yes. Well, <laughs> mm. Wow.
1: You know, I was uh, last thing before we go to those interview questions. You know, when we talk about that switch. Yeah. That switch happens with sex too, and Ooh. I re- I remember when that switch used to happen during sex
0: oh no and then it's just <laughs> man,
1: yeah so either, either like I what would, is this <laughs> either I would I would start to start to lose an erection or I would start I would start to have to come so
0: because it's fight or flight you know it's like man a bear's gonna kill me I need to either come really fast or go down so I can escape. Cause no one's gonna freak it you're like you like if you had a boner while an animal was chasing you, that's just a waste of energy, right? So yeah. I looked into it. It's literally because um, you it, it's the fight or flight response. You know, you but, need a release so it goes down so you could run, or you just got to get rid of the boner, bro. The boner has a lot of blood. You get cut by a talon.
1: You got to wh- put the blood where it counts, yeah. which is in your arms and legs and your heart to run, not mm. in, not, not, yeah, not in your penis. <laughs> Okay. All right. Now let's go to the interview questions. We had to cover that for anybody else that's kind of on the, on the edge of like, man, I wonder if this is important. Yeah. Even for sex. But then yeah. when you, when you're able to not go through that switch anymore and stay present, mm. not judge every aspect of somebody's life improves. And that's how I Before
0: saw it. Before we go into the, the questions, I just want to bring one more thing up because people at this point, like I might do like some clickbait, like uh thing, like, making millions by finding the way to self-amuse yourself and they're coming in for the toxics. and there's probably someone listening they're like wow mike you know like your your clickbait said this you know your clickbait said this your your thumbnail has like freaking mike chang just like laughing <laughs> with money falling down from the sky like we you like how am i gonna use my morning ritual or any of the Fucking shit that you talked about to like make more money right and they're uh-huh. thinking about all of this stuff because they're like, okay I understand that I can't judge myself. I understand I have to be happy I understand that but I just want to know how to make $100 and they're like in this scarcity, you know Yeah, that's a little bit how they sound as they're listening. They're like, oh, like you know Mike like the clickbait there was <laughs> Mike. There was money all around Mike like I needed Like what, what the, the thing about most people that I just want to like get to mm-hmm. is the money won't come unless you start feeling like this first Instead of waiting for the money, getting the money, and then trying to feel that emotion because you're still starting off at the same point and that's not having that emotion, Yeah, you know? And if you have that emotion, it's so weird, dude. It's like money, like, so so now I think about, like, that uh, map of consciousness thing from power versus force, right? When you're operating in that higher level power things of peace, love, and gratitude, Mm -hmm. think about how easy money comes, like, on this esoteric level, yeah, okay, well, you know, I'm feeling good, okay, like money will manifest, but even on a logical level, when I feel good, what's gonna happen? I'm gonna attract people to me just because of my personality. If If I'm able to operate in power and love gratitude in front of people that are worth millions or these other coaches or mentors, holy crap, then I could start learning from them. Or maybe they want to do a business. Or maybe because I'm like not in scarcity that people might even want to reach out to me. And like the one thing that I could tell everyone that's like, oh but you know, I want to make money. Dude, there's so many times like for example, the the first one with Chris. Yeah. Um, where I immediately like, dude, this guy makes like a million dollars a month profit. Like I feel like the first thing I want to do was like ask him all, all of the needy questions and being needy with him instead of just like abundant and not having any type of judgment or expectation for an outcome. And even in that one meeting of just trying to be as playful and fun in front of this one person that just so happened to like be here, you know, it's like that ended up turning into a seven or eight figure like business deal, you know? And people like, oh, but you know, I I wanted to make a hundred dollars a day. Like what the fuck are all these emotions? What is like, like Mike Chang talking about like losing an erection during sex. Like I don't care if a bear comes like while I'm like making sweet love with my wife or girlfriend. Like I just want to know how to make money. Dude, that I feel like has been, like you, you talk about shortcuts to success yep. with the feeling and laughing, dude, it's almost like the exact same thing with making money, dude, you know?
1: It's, ex- it's exactly the same thing. Like when we break it down, our thoughts and our feelings, our thoughts are, are signals that send out. It's like, the, it's like if somebody was to visualize this, imagine like our thoughts, like our brain is like this, is like the cell phone tower that's blasting out mm-hmm. the signal. So we keep thinking of something, think of something. That thought is being blasted out everywhere. Mm. So this is so this is the power of our thoughts. Like everything counts. Everything we say, think, do, feel, all of it is creating an effect. Mm. And so our thoughts are sending things out, but our feelings, what's mm. fe- what we're feeling in our body is pulling it back. Mm. And so what happens is if we are thinking that we're gonna make money, we're gonna make money, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. And we feel really good about it. Like there's no doubt in our feeling. We're feeling like, oh, it's a done deal. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna feel great. Life is awesome. I feel good. That good feeling is pulling back that Mm. result. So the way it happens in real life is not just magic. It will happen with suddenly we are we are attracting the right people. We go into a we go we walk into a room and the people that are doing good in life. They're going to come to us and start talking, or we're just going to naturally walk towards them and suddenly have a conversation, this group, or we're in the group where, you know, there's five people, everybody's talking. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, everybody leaves. And that one person that stays is so happy, the person that you need to talk to, and it creates an opportunity to go make money. Mm. It happens in so many ways that it's almost impossible for us to be able to control how it happens. Mm. That's the magic of it. We don't have to control how it happens. We just need to know that it will happen some way. And mm. we don't have to worry about how. All we do is, number one, have the thought that it's going to happen. That's a done deal. And have the feeling of it's going to happen. Mm. It's a done deal. And so how does that feel like if we, if we know that what we desire is going to happen? Naturally, we're going to feel good about it. We're mm. not going to be afraid. No, no, there's nothing to feel f- afraid of. You already know that's going to happen. See, this is the thing, like some people, they go, well, you know, imagine as if it's already happened. It's like, okay, but then now somebody is almost feeling like they have to lie to themselves. Like, Mm. okay, I I understand how that works, but they don't actually have to just feel as if it happened already. That's the actual feeling, Mm. but they can feel that it's going to happen. Mm. Like, I'm so confident that I'm going to make money. I'm so confident that my sales are going to come in. I don't need to even check my laptop this morning because I know that sales are going to come in this morning or it came in already. They did. And if it didn't come in this morning or not yet, you know what, it's going to come in later on. Mm. And if I haven't launched my business yet, but in three weeks it's going to launch, it's going to do great. And if it doesn't do great right away, it's going to do great anyways. But no matter what, my end result is always going to be great. My Mm. end result is always going to be awesome. Mm. So this way, there's this fine line between lying to themselves versus like knowing that it's going to be great because if they go, cause here's what happens. If someone goes, I feel I've, I'm going to, I feel like it's already happened. Like I'm going to feel mm. like that because it's a done deal. Like, Oh yeah, I have sales ready. I have sales ready. I feel great. I feel like I have the sales ready. It's great. And then at some point they're going to
0: check. Mm.
1: And if the sales didn't come in, then automatically it's going to destroy that feeling. they like created. Mm. You know, or they go, and uh, it's going to
0: prevent them from doing business with other people because they're like, oh, I don't want cause to do business because they, with this cause they lose
1: that feeling. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the problem with the feel as if it's already happened. Okay, so if I feel like it's already happened, but then I mm. know it hasn't happened yet, there's this contradicting thing that's happening there. But so when someone's saying that, it's because they want to have that feeling, but they don't actually need to tell themselves that it's already happened. Mm. You see, it's like, what would happen if you if if you're making a thousand dollars a day? I said that because I saw one of your video titles, right? So let's say somebody's doing a thousand dollars a day. That's awesome. They're doing 30 grand a month. So how would that feel? Someone goes, okay, that feels really good. I feel financially abundant. I have no worries. Life is great. Okay, good. So you know that feeling, right? Okay, so that's the feeling that you're gonna you're gonna go for. That's the feeling that you're gonna have. Now what's the thought? The thought isn't that's happening already. If the thought is that's happening already, you're going to let yourself down mm. because you don't have a $1,000 coming in every day. You see, that's the thing. We're getting down into very specific things, but it has to be specific because mm. people are hearing this and they're going to try it. And if they don't know these little specific things, they're not going to get it right. Mm. They need to have the feeling of that financial security, the feeling that uh, everything's going to be great, that money's coming in but the thought is not the money came in already. The thought is it's gonna come in no matter what. Doesn't matter if it happens this week, next week, next month, three months, depending on where they're at in their business, they have no doubt that it's gonna come in. Mm. So this way, if it takes whatever amount of time, they can always have that hope, that knowingness, that at some point Mm. it's gonna happen. Because see, when they feel that, it's still the feeling of it's a done deal. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. See, that's the difference between somebody who's feeling feeling something's already happened versus somebody who doesn't feel like it's going to happen. When we know that something's gonna happen, we can relax. Mm. We are confident. And it's like that confidence, that self-belief and that confidence. Whether or not it happened or not, that's another story. It doesn't matter because when we're confident that it is going to happen and we don't put a time frame on it, now it's like we're basically giving ourselves permission to feel this for a really, really, really long time. If I go, you know what? The next three years, my business is gonna boom. I already know it. It's as gonna,
0: long as you feel this, yeah. So now I'll
1: feel confident for yeah. the next three years. And two years in, you know, it hasn't boomed yet, but I'm like, ah, it's yeah. gonna happen. You know, done. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna keep working. I'm gonna keep working. I have no doubt it's gonna happen. It's a done deal then it's like we're giving ourselves permission Mm. to feel confident for three years, because we said three years. But if somebody goes, I'm gonna feel like my business is booming right now, okay? Because it's booming right now, it's gonna happen. It's already taken off, everything is great. I'm using law of attraction. But they're three years out Mm. from it actually happening. So then they have to constantly go and it's like lie to themselves. And Mm. it's like, that doesn't work. That's where they feel that lack. It
0: reminds me of like something like, for example, like you could tell somebody, um, they did this in the dating world because I took so many freaking dating boot camps and they're like, okay, listen, you want the end result. What's the end result? Uh, to go home with like a really attractive woman that could potentially be like, uh, like you could have a relationship with later on, you know? Yep. Um, they would tell me, is like, if I told you that she's there, she's literally there waiting for you. She's literally there like, a, like flying from wherever around the world that sh- to just see you. And she's there waiting for you in the next six hours from now, and all you had to do for, for the next six hours, just have as much fun at the club as possible without expecting anything from anybody. What if I told you that if that's all you did for the six hours, she will like, um, like you just have to basically amuse yourself until that happens. Um, I, I totally butchered it, but it's literally the exact same thing it's with um, making business. It's like, if we went up to somebody and say, hey, Bob from freaking New Orleans, right? Like Bob from New Orleans. Three years from now, October 30th, 2022, there will be a million dollars that will be straight into your bank account, Bob, from New Orleans. And all you have to do is that's coming in three years. You just have to feel this feeling of love, uh, gratitude, faith, and not only feel that, but give that to the people around you in your immediate circle. All you have to do is do that every single day for the next three years. Most people, they wouldn't fucking do it. They'd be like, oh, you know, that, uh, that's crazy. But even if he ended up doing that for the next three years, it's almost like whatever business is there,
1: and just do the work. Don't even yeah. worry that it's not gonna happen. Do the work that you know. Do the best you can, and know that it's gonna happen for sure. Yeah. Don't even don't even have to don't even have to worry about the results. Mm. Whatever you know how to do, just go ahead and do it and just know done deal two years from now a shitload of money is Mm. gonna is gonna be in your bank account don't even worry about how it's gonna come it could come in one load it can come in drip every (laughs) single month drip right that doesn't matter you know (laughs) but it's gonna be done and all you have to do is Mm. just do what you know
0: it reminds me that's it literally like seeing you work man And it's so amazing to uh even like be friends with you and like even our all right guys yeah uh if if you guys are seeing this now, the power just went off. We just retracted this video, uh, so you're welcome, Dima. Shout out to you, Dima. We got some questions. We're just gonna cut mid thought. I was literally just praising Mike Chang on how awesome he is, and literally like how, uh, like you're literally the best uh, example of this. You you feel good, and then just even seeing you. In parties and social settings, you literally see the people, like, attracted to you and, like, learning from you. And then we were just at the dinner with Chris. And even, like, some of the people that do YouTube ads and Facebook ads are like, I want to help you, Mike. I want to help you. <laughs> so, dude, you're little, you are literally practice what you preach. We have some questions right here. So if you have guys have questions, send in a video question in mikefasciacom forward slash hotline. Um, how much sleep do you need to wake up with maximum energy? This is, I think, a bad question for you because you don't sleep.
1: Now, actually, um, that's that's to me. It's my opinion that's dependent on a few different things. The mm. major one is dependent on how much we worked our body throughout the day. Mm. When when I wasn't, when I don't train really hard, I can get away with about four to five hours. I'm okay. When I train really hard, I'm doing my morning practice. I go and in inline skate down the streets of Bali, and I hit some weights. I would be passed out for like eight to nine hours, and if I wasn't sleep in that lawn, I mean, I would feel, I would wake up and I feel like crap. So it really, it really depends on how much, uh, how much activity we need. I think if uh, somebody wants to test it out, I think average about six hours to seven hours is, is good. Mm. But you know, again, if it's, if they're an athlete, if they're training hard, getting more sleep is a good thing. Mm. Don't feel bad. Like you're sleeping your life away and things like that, you know? Mm. And if you're not training hard, um, and you're sleeping like crazy you know then I would look at some few other things in their life because maybe they're eating too much or eating too heavy maybe mm. they uh, you know their energy flow is not going really well you know so because if they're not tearing down their body that much they don't need that much to recover mm. you know so that's probably a big indication that they need to change something mm. you know so that would be my answer for that
0: another one is what advice uh, about? biohacking or anything about routine i think we covered it for people that cannot escape their financial hole or reaction to the world
1: you know i think it's a it's a combination of mind and body i always tell people there's basically three things mind body and spirit and spirit you don't there's not really a lot for you to change so really quick body simple learn how to relax learn how to relax if something is not going well, if you, if you haven't reached your goal, if there's something you don't like about your life, Mm. nothing like if we were to just relax and we were to just to feel good, Mm. nothing has changed on the outside, but the way that we're perceiving things have now changed. Mm. And so it starts off with number one, just relax, no matter how bad something just happened. It's much better if somebody is taking it in a relaxed way mm-hmm. calm way right doesn't matter exactly literally what has happened then the next thing is the mind and you know the biggest thing with the mind is really just know that we come into this world with nothing and we will ultimately leave with nothing and all we're doing in the middle of it is just having some fun doing the best we can but in reality it doesn't matter if you reach high levels of success you're still leaving here with nothing And ultimately, everybody is after one thing, which is happiness. The way they connect it is up to them. You know, everybody's got their own beliefs, but they want to be happy. And so if they want to be happy, then focus on learning how to be happy. Don't focus on trying to achieve something else, thinking that something else is going to connect to your happiness. No, just focus directly, directly on being happy. Mm. What does that feel like? Well, it's really simple. The way I would define it is, You know, stop complaining, stop blaming, and just look for the things that you love in your life. Mm. Look look at somebody and see the things you like in that person. Look at the food you're eating in front of you and look at the things you like about the way it tastes, you like about the way it looks, you like about something. Walk into a house and look for the things that you like about this house. See this dog and look at the dog and find out all the things you like about this dog that makes the dog so cute. Mm. Walk into that restaurant and et cetera. Learn how to be able to look for things that you love. Mm. And so therefore... When you're able to look for, look for, you're able to see things that you enjoy, you can be in a shack with just four sticks and a roof and there's a hole in the roof and you're getting <laughs> rained on, but you will find something that you love out of that situation. You'll mm. look for something that you enjoy. And then you can be in a mansion and you will find it there also. Mm. So now it doesn't matter what's happening in front of you. You yeah. know, you're always able to go ahead and enjoy yourself.
0: What was your question asked? Already asked. We will talk about this after. Okay, okay. Zafra, Zafra. Okay, guys, with that being said, Mike Chang, links in the description of your.